is uh, Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, joined by a longtime friend, colleague. We were on the radio in Dallas, then we were on the radio in Central Texas. Welcome back to Central Texas Airwaves. Glenn Stretch Smith, um, former Cowboys uh, scout and coach. Uh, Glenn, I want to welcome you back and uh, say hello to all your friends in Central Texas. I know a lot of them have missed you. Hey, I tell you what, it's good to be back on. I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that you, you you're kind of keeping us rolling, Matt. It always it always makes me uh, it always makes me proud to come back to our uh, you know to our roots. I mean, I, I love Central Texas and Waco in particular. And hey, being from Austin, it it, it doesn't get much better than uh, being close to home and having an opportunity to jump on with you. Well, and, uh, you know, everybody started up high school uh, football practice scrimmages about to get going. So this is a, a fun time of year in Central Texas. And, uh, and, and Stretch, you've got, uh, boy, you've got a son right now coming up big time. I've been watching some videos. The uh, young Kobe is throwing that football. So it's going to be kind of fun to watch him. Now, I really, I was thinking about you last night. I was asked to comment on um, – on this whole Dak Prescott thing. And I don't know, uh, Stretch, if you got to watch the Hard Knocks, I assume maybe you got to take a peek at that. That was uh, obviously on uh, HBO the other night. But this is kind of interesting. Like, you were there for a lot of Troy Aikman's career, and you remain a good friend of Troy's. How common is it for a quarterback? We see it with uh, pitchers, and it's always a little scary when they get tired arm or whatever. But how common is it for a quarterback like Dak Prescott in training camp to just get shut down for a little while? Is this uh, is this fairly common, or is this uh, is this a little out of the ordinary? Well, I think anytime you, you you have to take your one quarterback and shut him down for a significant time, and this is a guy that missed obviously significant time last year. To me, that that's that's a red flag you know I did watch some of the hard knocks and and I do think that when you look at Dak's throwing motion and and the great thing about watching hard knocks is obviously they get some better camera angles some of the things that they they're able to do with um, you you know with the closeness of, of, of getting able and being able to film that to me the first thing I noticed with Dak was his inability to really stick his right foot in the ground. When you throw a football, your power is generated from the ground, through your legs, through your hips, and obviously through your core, and then you're able to let it rip with your arm. Well, I, I'm just saying, and, I, and you know, whether I'm right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm, just, I, I, I'm an analyst by trade. I make an observation, and to me, I think it looks like he still – tends to be favoring that right side a little bit, which then causes you when you're not able to really drive off of that foot and, and it causes you to, to have to use your arm more. And so my initial response was, well, you know, geez, this is, this is an ankle issue that he's still having some, you know, whether he's that way, he doesn't have the confidence to really put it in the ground and rip it out of his hand or, or what the scenario is. I think he's using a lot of arm, um, and that's that's what it feels like initially. Now, 
I mean, we might could take it a step further. I mean, was he was he a lot in the weight room trying to get ready and trying to recover from this? I, I don't know. I know this that throwing a football is a different arm angle. It's a different elbow angle from throwing a baseball. So that's the thing that kind of ran a red flag up for me was, well, why would they be calling the Rangers and the Yankees to, to, to find out about shoulder issues? I'm not sure they're not talking about lower body issues. And, you know, obviously a pitcher can throw a ball 100 miles an hour when he can drive off the mound. When he's not driving off the mound, it's a 92-mile-an-hour fastball. So I think there's something here, too. And I'm going to – you know, we're going to have to watch it a little closer, Matt, but I, I think there's something here to his ability to put that back foot in the ground and drive that – you know, drive your core through that throw, and, and, and it might be causing him to have some shoulder issues from being – you know, from, from using too much arm. Boy, it's one of the reasons I've missed hearing you on ESPN Central Texas and having you on. I uh, decided to give you a break from radio, but it's analysis like that, uh, and I really appreciate it. It is Glenn Stretch-Smith, who used to scout and coach for the Cowboys, even back to those uh, Barry Switzer days, coached at uh, Oklahoma, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I mean, this kind of fascinates me. Do you think it's important that he gets some snaps? Like, where do you stand on preseason with a guy like this coming back from an injury? Would you be pretty like if you were if you were Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys coaching staff? How nervous would you be about his first action being against the Bucks? Um, how how badly would you want him to get at least a series or two in the preseason? Well, I mean, I. I Matt, I think he's got to have a series or two in the preseason, and and I think it's got to be one of those things where you're really, you know, you're going to script it out. You're gonna you're gonna make some, you know, you're gonna look at some throws that he can make and see some things that he can do to get the ball out of his hand. But I I absolutely think, I mean, he's got to get some seat time in a, in a Formula One race car if you're going to expect him to go race in, in a Formula One race. And I, I mean, uh, Tampa's not going to give a rip defensively. I mean, they're going to be. They're going to be throwing the kitchen sink at the Cowboys, knowing, hey, all the eyes are on us. Everybody's shooting for us in the Super Bowl champion. So I, I think that absolutely you've got to get back some playing time. And I, and I would hope that it would be, you know, in that third preseason game after this week, they can get back here. I understand they're going to MRI the shoulder again, see if it's making the progress that they feel like it needs to make. But he's got to get some live reps going into – playing a, a, a Tampa Bay team and, and, and a team that won the Super Bowl last year. Boy, that Formula One, I wish you – I had to tear back today from uh, Alito, USA, and, uh, you know, kind of in, in stretch country. And I had it I had it down much like Formula One. That Grand Cherokee, Laredo out there, Alan Samuels does such a great job there in town. Stretch, I had it uh, – I had the thing pumping a little bit, all right? It, yeah, it has that – it has that sport feature. You can hit that sport feature, and it'll really run out from under you. Yeah, I, I can see you with your hands in the in the 10-2 position and sitting on the Chicago yellow pages so you can get your beak up in the windshield and get it going. I, I can see that happen. 
always confusing to me. It's like 20 becomes 30, 30 becomes 20. It all happens <laughs> briefly out there. And then suddenly you're vaulted back onto 30. And then you got to get to Central Texas. you got to find 35, and you got to race on out of town there. But uh, lots, lots going on there. Stretch, uh, for people that don't know, you did play at the University of Texas. You went to school there. You played for that football team. Do you um, – are you are you saddened to to have to say goodbye uh, fairly soon? We'll see what happens when Texas and Oklahoma leave us. Um, do, do do some of these rivalries like Texas Tech, TCU, Baylor? Are you uh, are you sad that Texas is leaving, or as an alum and as a former player for Texas, do you have excitement about uh, being part of this SEC? I mean, I, I mean, I guess it goes back to Matt. I'm a, I'm a Texas guy ultimately. I mean, I'm 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 I'm, I'm from Texas. Uh, my dad is a military guy, but I mean, I you know I love Texas football. I love everything about obviously the University of Texas, Baylor, Houston. I love the old Southwest Conference. I love the great rivalries the Southwest Conference had. Part of me is very saddened by the fact that the Big Twelve is. Uh, you know, is, is going to go away and you're going to, you're going to lose those rivalries. I mean, I, you know, I, I think that's a big part of, of what we're about as a state and, and, and what we believe in, which is we play the best football in the state of Texas. But I do think that the landscape uh, for college football is changing, Matt. And, and I think that, you know, you kind of got to be on the front end of the, of the, this, uh, of this changing pattern, whether it's the, you know, whether it's the NIL, that are going on there, or whether it's going to be all this campus realignment and how things are going. I'm sure that you know that, that, that right now the SEC is the is the darling of football, and so if you get an opportunity to jump in there, they go jump in there. But ultimately, I'm saddened by the fact that you know we we, we don't even have you know the, 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 I'm still a fan of the Southwest Conference. I mean, that's why I love coming down to Waco and going through that sports hall thing, and you see all the things. And, and that were the Southwest Conference, the great rivalries that the Southwest Conference created, and and on all the things to go with that. So I, I guess I'm giving you a long answer here, but I have mixed emotions about about the entire process of of Texas leaving, you know, the Southwest Conference, then leaving the Big Twelve, going to the SEC. It's going to be it's it's going to be a lot different than anything that uh, that I'm used to even talking about. Yeah, you make me nostalgic when you start talking about SWC. I think a Herky. Uh, Lamb, I mean, I mean that those were those were the days, man. Those were some uh, great days uh, uh, when uh, when when we were uh, kind of growing up with all of that. All right, uh, Stretch, I appreciate it. I did want to tell you that uh, both Cam Newton and Mac Jones are expected to play in tonight's preseason opener, uh, the Patriots against the Washington football team. All right, so that Mac Jones is someone you know you've had on your radio show, so why don't we take a peek at him this evening? Uh, let's, let's do that, Matt, and make sure and tell, uh, tell Tom Barfield that, uh, you know, get over there to Lafayette and have, have, him another, have him another basket of chips and some hot sauce. Tell him I asked about him. I'll let him know the purple margarita over there. Tom's been known to sneak up on a few of those. Uh, it is, uh, it is, we'll see you, Stretch. There he goes. All right, buddy, have a good night. Glenn Stretch 